You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 191. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's going on, podcast world? I would say crackalackin', but I already know that's me who's crackalackin'. Uh, episode today is 191. Ciento noventa y uno. <laughs> uno, baby. Uno. As y'all can tell, a little different intro again. We got the hot dog man of Lake Charles who is still traveling the world, honeymooning every chance he gets, which uh, is a good idea for me. We're continue to pray for his fertility so that's one way that hopefully he can get that going hey that's always included in our prayers steve make sure that fertility is included and our boy's been traveling highlands at least well he's always traveled there at least once a month for a week or so so lots of opportunities hot dog yeah baby so today's episode we're going to come at you with anticipation so i think there's a lot of different avenues that we can uh talk about here you know anticipation of the weather anticipation of uh, you know, going on a first date, a first kiss, uh, anticipation of going to school or starting a new job. So I think there's a lot of different things that we can go and discuss today. But before we get started, we're going to go to the Would You Rather, and I'm going to take it. Um, and Would You Rather, CC, okay. flavored water mm. or just regular water? Oh. So it, could be t- it can be lemon, it can be lime, whatever you want. That's a good one, Steve. Well, healthy water. Healthy water. Mm-hmm. So no, this is no artificial sweetened water, huh? Or is it? Potentially. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I like water. I'd probably go through three or four bottles a day just in clinic. Um, love fresh water. Uh, I love alkaline water. I do think there's a little difference when you add some minerals to it. It kind of softens it a little bit. Uh, flavored water is fun, too. Um, I've had flavored waters. I go through different kicks about um, adding things to my water, but I think my gut reaction is going to be plain old crisp water. Because then I'm afraid if I only could have flavored water, I'd never get to taste the real water again and get that refreshing pureness of the water. It would always be flavored with something. Yeah. You know, and then I would miss it. So I'm going to go all natural. There you go, baby. How about you, brother? Well, you know, I've gone through cycles too where, you know, I've. I just drank lemon water. I just had, um, you know, Crystal Light or something else in the water just to give it a little different flavor, a little different sweetener. But I would say on average now, I'm, I'm just going to just the straight water. Um, I think that's probably the most clean, crisp way to, to do it. And it always seems to be more refreshing for me. So I'm going to stay with that. So what do you think Hot Dog Man Lake Charles would say? Ooh, man. Oh, hot dog. You know, I honestly don't know if he flavors his water. He seems like a kind of a purist to some extent. Like, 
ah, you know, kind of like he has gone that direction here in the know, last couple of years. You know, You're right. Minimalist. I just want my plain good cold water. <laughs> cold water. Um, I'm going to go regular water. I could be totally wrong. What do you think? I would say he would probably ask us several questions to see if there were any qualifications. And then he said, he would say, I'm going to flavor my water with tea bags and just have some sweet tea. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good angle, actually. <laughs> he would probably lawyer it up a little bit and come up with something like that. That's so. awesome. Well, look, let's get to the topic of anticipation. Um, so for me, I was anticipating coming in and recording today. I knew it was going to be a two-man crew today, me and you, and I was just very excited it was you and not hot dogs. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know. it's uh, we don't. There was a period of time where we didn't get to do a lot of solos, and a lot of times... Uh, our schedules wouldn't work, especially when Matt was out of town. So this has been fun, man. This is number two solo. Yeah, this is the second one we've done together, oh, so it's exciting. Your Would You Rather was good because I thought about in the, in the spirit of anticipation, you know, let's say you're in a desert and you're a mile from a source of just cold, blue, drinkable water. You know, there would be some anticipation to get to that water. So I think of like a longing, you know, a longing for something. Um, either that could be... Um, an answer, or it could be uh, an experience, or it could be some form of just, you know, thing that lifts you up. I just think in life, a lot of times, we get so fixated on just the day-to-day mundane things that bring us down um, that we can't see the future. We're in the present, but at the same time, I've always been futuristic, so I think, you know, having something to look forward to... um, can be huge for your mental health, you know, even if you something you have to create. What are your thoughts on like, you know, you think about like a vacation. I told Steve this before the cast. I had an old attending who told me always have a vacation on the books. It could be something small, but there's something to look forward to, something to anticipate. It kind of makes those days go by. It could be as simple as a weekend getaway or, or a big vacation, but just a, an anticipation or like, a, you know, I try to do date nights on Thursdays and, you know, I anticipate that because I know that at the end of the day, no matter how crazy it is, I'm going to have some quiet time, a nice dinner, probably a nice drink, and, and have this experience that brings me joy. And so by creating that experience, I create a positive anticipation of something to come, which lifts my soul. How about you? What do you think about that sort of future anticipating something that you can control? Yeah, and you know, I think that's great. And, you know, there's a lot of things that you would like to control, a lot of things that, you know, would probably give you less stress and anxiety if you could control. But one of the things that pops into my head whenever we started talking about this is anticipation of the weather. And you look at the drastic changes of things that have gone on just, you know, in our area of the world over the last few years. You know, last couple of years we got hit with um, some pretty significant hurricanes, and that was something that was a pretty negative anticipation leading yeah. up to it. It was very um, trying for our, our community. Um and then you go to right now where, uh, you know, we've been going through one of the largest or longest, worst droughts in history in the state of Louisiana. We actually have wildfires that were going on, yes. which I was like, that, that just sounds so bizarre that we have wildfires that are broken loose. And then, uh, you know, the anticipation of when is that going to end? You yeah. know, how is this going to change? So for our area, we just recently got... You know, a few little showers and we had a little bit of relief from that. So I think that, um, you know, it's there's a lot of different things that you can go to. One of the things that we talked about, you know, in lead up was anticipation for starting new things like school, job, other things like that. So 
I recently just had dinner with uh, one of my nephews, Aiden, who is uh, heading off to college this year. So he's been homeschooled all the way through high school. Actually, he graduated from Barb without ever stepping on Barb's campus. So oh, he did wow. some online courses and other things wow. like that. So he's kind of like you, Cece. He's leaving the house for the first time, oh, moving man. to Dallas. He's going to the University of Dallas. And there's a whole lot of new things that are going. So there's a lot of anticipation for him leading up to that. And so far, he's he's really having a, a, a fun time doing that. So I think big life changes like that, uh, particularly, you know, his extent, you know, hasn't really been outside of the house or anything like that. Um, they're just wonderful things that you can grow and get so many new experiences from. It's crazy when you think about those things that you like the changing of the seasons or the changing of life seasons. You mentioned weather, so that made me contemplate, you know, here we are in this drought, everything's hot and burning and, you know, but I anticipate the fall, the, the me cold too, fronts, baby. you know, the, the hot chocolate, the sweater weather, the, the bourbon, <laughs> whatever you do in the <laughs> winter, the holidays. Um, so that's that's a nerd. It's an exciting anticipation. Um, but also the seasons of life, like you mentioned, you know, when one of your kids goes to college or leaves you know, you're anticipating that when you start that last year, that senior year, and you realize this is it um, with them being under your roof on a consistent basis. It's a uh, you, you kind of anticipate the the excitement for them. But I think you also anticipate sort of the sorrow, um, joyful sorrow. I mean, it's kind of a you, you reflect on life. It's like you have this flash of your entire life before your eyes and you see them as infants moving through the different stages and you know, you, you kind of anticipate that, hey, that day is going to come, and I'm sure it's going to come with a lot of emotion. Um, but it also, at the time, gives you a chance to be grateful, um, gratitude. I think, um, you know, I'm going to be grateful for the good weather, but I'm also grateful for the years that I had with my children while they were under our roof. And so I think that anticipation is a good time to cause you to pause and reflect. And on the flip side, I think sometimes people might take um, – anticipation and reverse it and it could also cause anxiety you know so let's say you were really upset about them leaving or let's say you know you had a spot on you know an MRI and there's a biopsy and now there's this anticipation of what does that mean and does that bring you you know when you get the biopsy what's the results going to be and so I think that could cause anxiety um, as well any thoughts on kind of the different polarizing um uh, emotions you could go through yeah you know I, I i know you and i see that a lot whenever we see things that uh, are unclear you know they're un um defined exactly what they are whenever they need more um looking looking into to see what things are that definitely causes a lot of, of negative anticipation for a lot of people um and certainly as an, a younger practitioner it did for me as well but, um, you know, with the experience and the time frame that I've been doing what I've been doing, and, and I'm sure for you also, you know, to, you know that the things that you're looking into may only be about 2 or 3% likely that it's going to be. Um, but once you get that news that, hey, there's something here that we don't know, um, someone who hasn't, doesn't have that experience that uh, going through this, you know, hundreds and hundreds of times that everything ends up being okay can have a, a negative experience on one person where on you and I, it's not really a positive or negative. It's just, uh, this is unknown. Let's figure mm -hmm. it out. So what do you think about that aspect of it? No, I agree with you. It's true. Cause like we see it differently cause we see it all the time. We might know right. statistically it's going to be a good thing. Um, are more likely nothing to worry about. And the person on the receiving end is like, oh, 
what is this? And so it makes me think about um, other times in our life when somebody may be going through some nervous anticipation because of, um, you know, what's going to happen to their kid because of this certain scenario, what's going to happen with this diagnosis. Um, maybe we're, we all have a, an opportunity to, um, you know, soften the blow, make them feel comfortable. Like you can see somebody with nervous anticipation, you can offer them comfort. Hey, let me tell you, statistically, this is not going to be anything. Or, hey, my aunt had the same problem that you're going through. Or my friend's kid was going through the same thing, worked out great. This is what they did. And you can take that, that anticipation somebody has and, and flip it. So usually there's somebody who's either gone through what you're going through or has done what you're done or done what you're going, going to do, and you can find a solution or find um, somebody to talk to that can help you sort of get through that and maybe not make it as bad as you're anticipating. Yeah, you know, that's one of the things that I try to do whenever I'm, you know, it's a testing kind of situation. I just try to say, look, I've ordered this 230 times and it's come back negative 100% of the time. Um, so I think that's something that, you know, you can try to lend some of that uh, comfort to, but, it, you know, as you know, it doesn't uh, always work. I'm going to go back to something that you were talking about as far as the anticipation of your children leaving and going mm -hmm. off to school. Um, you know, Andrew is leaving next year, um, going to college somewhere, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at what point did you start anticipate that kind of thing? So I have to an extent in that I was putting money away for college. I was doing you know, 529 plan, other things like that, knowing that eventually that day is coming. But when did you start feeling that anticipation of, of it and not it it being close enough for you to feel? Yeah, you know, I think that I, makes sense. I, it does make sense. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, you know, it's going to come. So you make this, you, you prepare, you save, you know, in the 529, you, you know, you go through those steps. But then I think the senior year, that's when it started to really hit me. You kind of are in denial to some extent that that day will ever come. Um, and it's, 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 you're excited for them. You are, but it's, you know, it's your children and that's your, the only unit you've known has been in that context of being a parent and having the kids and then it's going to change and it's like a new phase of life. And so I think senior year, they're taking senior pictures, they're having the senior parties, um, you know, they're maybe going to tour colleges and talk about maybe this one or that one. You're like, okay, this is, uh. This is real, you know, and I think it just like a little drop in the bucket. It starts to build up and um, and, and slowly you realize this is happening and it's exciting because they're excited. But then you're excited and you're also kind of nervous about it. Um, and it, it, I don't know, there's a lot of prayer that happens around that time. And but I think like going back to the, the gratitude side of things, there's a lot of reflecting on just the happiness that, um, you know, you think about how grateful you are to have had all those years with them and every single one's a blessing. And so. Uh, yeah, it's wild. And you cross through the threshold and then there's this just transformation, I think, which happens a lot of times, even with anticipating something bad. Um, we've said it before. What's Matt saying about uh, every snap storm? Snap of a finger. Oh, <laughs> every, <laughs> snap of a finger. <laughs> which all life can change in a snap of a finger. Um, and, and then, you know, so just live every day to the fullest. Um, but that being said, if you harp on the negative, then you know, you're living in this state of anxiety. But like he says, every storm runs out of rain. And so... Everything that you anticipate as being bad, you come out on the other end and there's a resolution and usually you end up having more joy because you've gone through a, a trial in your life and you, you've benefited from it, whether you've grown personally, spiritually, emotionally, um, and you just get excited for the next chapter. I mean, if your kids never left your house and went to college, 
then there wouldn't be the joy of one day them maybe getting married and having grandchildren and having that experience of having grandkids. And then, you know, it's it's a it's a journey. And I think that you know I think it's fun to look back and anticipate those things, but also um, reflect on the beauty that comes from those changes. Well, that's one thing that I might not have to worry about. Um, you know, my six-year-old Matthew, the tiny gift, is saying that he's going to live with me even when he gets married. <laughs> so I might have all of them at home, so I won't have to anticipate him leaving the house or doing anything like that. So. That would be awesome. <laughs> uh, he's still in the really sweet, loving stage where, uh-huh. you know, just wants to cuddle and all of that. So that's that's another thing, you know, looking at the transition of smaller kids to bigger kids to small adults and big adults. So that was something that... I went through some of that transformation with, uh, you know, my oldest Andrew, and then I'm still in that young little baby stage with oh, you uh, get the best of both worlds. Matthew right mm-hmm. now. Man, he's really cuddly, really loving. Uh, he still asks me to go lay down with him every night whenever uh-huh. he goes to bed, which uh, Andrew did too. You know, Andrew asked me to go lay down with him until he was about 12-ish, which okay. is a little older than I thought it would have been. So. Now it's that's something that I'm anticipating, saying that you know, it's not always easy to stop what I'm doing or whatever's going on in the evening to go and do that. But as a result of having that prior experience with Andrew, I'm anticipating that at some point in time he's going to quit asking me to do this kind of stuff. So, Dad, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. so that's something that I I really enjoy doing. It's it's so funny to go through and ask them about their day and see what kind of things were really exciting for them and move them uh, during the, that day. So it could be just the silliest thing. So that's one of my favorite things of doing with the kids right now. Elijah's still a little bit too young. Um, you know, he'll say something silly if I'm like, what was your favorite thing today? And no telling what will come out of his mouth. But, uh, Matthew either for that extent. But uh, it's always fun and exciting just to see the way that he is seeing the world and see what kind of things he's anticipating for the next day, you know? That's a good point. I think it's just a joy to watch kids because their whole, it seems like their whole life, especially in the young years, is a world of anticipation. They're looking forward to the snack time. They're looking forward to playing in the backyard. They're looking forward to every step of the day. There's something they're looking forward to. And, you know, I know Jesus calls us to be more like children. I think we get so, you know, internalized within ourselves. We, we don't act like kids anymore. Of course, me and Matt can make an argument. Steve does <laughs> enjoy living life, you know, and I, I tried my best to do the same. But it's funny, you know, you think about it. It's like you can be so excited to anticipate the simplest things in life like, hey, I'm about to clock out or the day's almost over or, man, we're, cook- we're cooking this steak tonight. It's going to be so good. I can't wait. You know, I mean, there's so many things. If we look at life through the lens of a child, I think we'll open our eyes to just all the beauty God's given us and all the wonderful opportunities and you know, different things. What do you think about that? Man, I agree 100%. And, you know, it takes away a lot of the um, anxiety of an anticipation because it's, it's, they live so, so much by what's going on now and, and by their feelings and other things like that rather than long term, uh, you know, issues or things that they might need to accomplish. So I think they do a great job of living in the moment and showing us how to, you know, anticipate the now and not worry about too far down the road so one other thing i want to talk about before we wrap this up cc is um anticipation of our spiritual journey you know we're here now we should be you know putting in our dues for our long-term salvation so 
you know, as they say, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die to get there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of anxiety uh, with a lot of people throughout life that, you know, when am I going to die? What what kind of things are, are going to go about during that time frame? Should I, will I have enough time to repent? You know, yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> Certainly I've been in that category. Um, <laughs> so what do you think about that? You know, we're, we're put on this earth for, you know, God's servants to do God's will on this earth and anticipating that next step of what happens after we die. You know, that's a good point. I think we talked about, was it either the last podcast or before that, we mentioned how in a hundred years, you're long gone. People won't even know who you were. He gone. He gone. You might be a picture on someone's shelf and that maybe, you know, one of your great grandkids could say, oh yeah, that's my great, great grandfather. But the reality is we're all here for a fixed amount of time. We spend so much time and energy caring about all this earthly stuff that's really i mean you might as well make the most of this time while you're on this earth and what are we here for you know we're ultimately here to to create love spread love share the message of god and jesus and what they can do in our life and um at the end of the day you know what are you doing to prepare yourself in the anticipation of what's next i mean we can tell ourselves that Oh, yeah, there's an afterlife, and I'm definitely going there. Well, that's you're telling yourself that based on your perception of how things are going to work. But I think it's been outlined about what kind of life we should lead and live to ultimately go to that special place. And I, like you mentioned, I think there's certain times in our life where spiritually we were um, in a place where it's like, wow, don't call me up yet. You know? <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Versus not, not quite ready. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you have a higher state of grace, and you're sort of like, hey. If I go tomorrow, let's do this. You know, you might be sad for, you know, earthly, you're, you may be feeling the emotion of sadness for what your family may go through, but just this excitement of like, hey, that's what we're doing all this for anyway. And so I think that anticipation can be amazing, can make your life great if you kind of can find a way to live in that state that God calls us to, 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 to get to heaven with him. And it takes a lot of that pressure off so that a lot of these things that happen to us on earth can the bad things can bounce off of us the, the negative anticipations because we know who we're fixated on and on the on the flip side all the exciting anticipations can you know be reflected on through gratitude and just giving thanks for this opportunity um but yeah i think at the end of the day that's that's the race we're all ultimately on and should be anticipating what do you think no man i agree and i and that was definitely me at different times in my life where I was negatively anticipating that saying oh my goodness like my kids would say 10, ten more minutes dad ten more I minutes. got uh, 10 more years or something I, I'm not ready yet <laughs> you know that kind of thing so definitely uh, has been a change for me so um, for me now you know I always tell my wife I'm like oh, I'm ready to go to glory now and she's always like you better not go right now yes <laughs> and it's funny because I, I made that comment the other day and my six-year-old comes up to me and is like, Dad, you you ready to go to heaven? And I'm like, I'm ready to go to heaven. And he said, what, what's going on? Do you want to get away from all these kids? <laughs> <laughs> so me, me just That's putting funny. it out there and saying, man, I've already lived such a full and great, wonderful life um, that if I would go now, I would be feel completely content. Yes. Um, you know, I've done so many wonderful things for me personally, not anything that would give me any you know, fame, notoriety, or anything else like that. But um, I'm very grateful for it, and and that's why I make that um, comment through there. But it was pretty funny his interpretation <laughs> of me saying that. <laughs> so are we too much for you? Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of seems counterintuitive to what 
we would expect. Like, yeah, everybody's trying to extend their life and do all these things to live longer, um, to really hold on to to what? To the earthly stuff? I mean, who doesn't want to get to heaven and just go, I mean, live in eternity with, with Jesus and, and have that, oh, it's just, it's awesome how your mind changes when you start looking at things differently. Yeah. And behaving better, too. And behaving better. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we're coming into the closing of the cast today. And, man, it's been fun. Whew, I can't man. wait for Hot Dog taking a little vacation. It's oh, just, man. I feel like we're rolling on we it. We've got this down now. Number two, what's next? I know, man. This is uh, <laughs> episode two of Stephen uh, Craig on the solo. I anticipate Hot Dog's comments in this one. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a good one to anticipate. <laughs> For sure. Well, look, before we go, we're going to move on to the what made you hit the gas or pump the brakes. And what do we have this week, CC? Man, I think, well, what you think? We're going to do a little duel. Yeah, baby. Let's hit do the it. Gas. Let's do it. Double down. Um, our old uh, trusty compadre hot dog sent us a text message the other day highlighting a, a new milestone. Yeah, baby. So... Last week, we went over 100,000 downloads, and that's just pretty mind-blowing to me. You know, we've been doing this for a little while and seeing the different downloads every day coming in and really coming in from all over the world. That's something else that was really um, revealing early on. So, you know, you think about it, um, you know, the biggest football stadium that there is out there, that many people sitting there listening to you. And um, whenever we're in here recording this, you know, it's – we're usually in one of our offices or homes and it's really intimate setting. We're just two or three buddies just having a, a conversation about what's going on in our lives and just the grasp that that many people have heard the different messages that we put out there. So that was just, it's amazing. It's, it's, really, it's amazing. really fun. It's, he's right. What started off as just three guys having a conversation on the table about life uh, and, and Matt saying, hey, let's do a podcast. And me and Steve reluctantly jumping on the bandwagon. <laughs> You know, but of course, one of the biggest blessings ever because it's given us a chance to to grow together, to share thoughts that we're we, you know hope that y'all can um, relate to because you know we're just going through this life like everybody else, and we all have different emotional experiences. We have highs and lows, and we anticipate things for better and for worse. And so, you know, by getting together, talking, and sharing it with you guys, we hope that it's connected with y'all. And um, it's been it's been awesome. And you know, kind of reflecting on podcasts, you know, we we do these recordings and. Uh, We'd love for y'all to go online and leave comments. You know, would y'all be interested in, you know, uh, what other ways would you like to see us kind of get out there? We've talked about, you know, maybe having a little more presence on social media, maybe do some videos. Y'all can see our phases. We can we can talk about our life. You know, um, would you be interested in, in some videos? Uh, just let us know what you'd like to see, and we'll just keep doing what we do, and we'll all walk this journey of life together. Yeah, and. Uh particularly the the topics that's always been great mm -hmm. i mean the the suggestions that we've had on that has been a wonderful thing so keep that coming too yeah if you're going through something just shoot us a, hey, hey talk about this and we'll we'll do it well appreciate everybody tuning in this week and if you get a chance to rate review and subscribe to the podcast we would greatly appreciate it and until next time we'll catch you later Bye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing. Sun is shining. Nothing more I need. 
you feel like this your best life won't you sing with me